Hey friends, this is Sugbury, and I am the host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so thankful that you even found us amongst all of the podcasts of this world. I've got a great show coming up for you, and if you enjoyed it, will you do me a favor? Wherever you're listening to your podcast, would you rate it? Um, hopefully it's going to be a five. Why do we do this? Because it allows us to rise up amongst all of the other podcasts. And why do we want to rise up? So we can bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the darkest corners of the world. So would you partner with us, rate the show each and every time that you listen to your podcast, and I will love you even more for it. This is Sugbury over and out. Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happen if you say what you want to say? Hi, ladies. This is Shook Burry, and I am the host of Him For Her Radio Women's Hot Topics. Did you know we're on YouTube now? So we are actually filming this radio show right now as we speak. And I want you to notice something about me. Would you go on YouTube? Would you check it out? I just got my roots done. Do you see this, Becky? I just got my roots done in the beauty salon. And as I was sitting there, I asked my hair salon person, Trisha, from Life Spa in Chanhassen. Look her up. She does a great job. Trisha. I asked her, I said, what's the hot topics today, Trisha? What do you hear from the women sitting in your chair? And she says, oh my gosh, Sugar, you're not going to believe this. And that's the topic of today. It's called Mom Shaming. And we have a wonderful guest with us today. It's Becky Danielson. Becky, thank you so much for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thrilled to be here as usual. Oh, good. Your roots you. look good, too. Not that you need to have them done. John, oh. John's in the studio back there. He's producing for us. And, John, you never need your roots done. I was going to say, how do they look? They you're look just right? naturally looking great, <laughs> good, I good. tell you. But I do like, you know, the beard thing going on. You so like this white streak? I look like a villain with this. It's, it's, <laughs> is it a Coella de Villa? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Where's my rim shot? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> But ladies, we're here to have a good time, but we're also here to talk about a serious subject, which is mom shaming. It's a big deal. And um, I just want you to know that this show is brought to you by Him For Her Ministries. Uh, go ahead, go online, check us out, H-I-M, number four, herministries.org. Uh, this is a, a, a sponsored show, and so any help that you can give us, please click donate on there. In fact, just this morning... We helped an inmate get a car who was released, who's working really hard for this. So um, we do five initiatives. The first is radio that we have here today. And the second is public speaking and going around and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world. The third is prison ministry, which we go into prisons and we minister and share the gospel. The next um, area, the fourth is prison mentoring. Yet prison mentoring where we walk alongside women inside a prison and as they leave for up to two years. And the last is prison housing. So that's it, Becky. I'm not going to take any more time, but I wanted to share who's sponsoring the show and who's bringing it to you. And we can't do it without your support. Um, our mission is to bring the gospel of Christ to the darkest corners of the world. And that could be your laundry room. You know, I, if you've seen mine, it's full of laundry. So that could be a dark place. Becky, I'm so glad you're here with us. You're looking radiant as usual. <laughs> we were going to do this show earlier, um, but 
we had a little riot in Minneapolis. So we had to do a show on that. And we started to talk about that. Look it up. It's called Where Are the Christians? And we, mm-hmm. Becky and I, were pretty hot about that topic. Absolutely. Yeah. So, But now we really mm-hmm. have a hot topic today. So mom shaming. Let me tell you a little bit about our guest and why did I ask Becky to come on? So mom shaming is a big deal. We're going to talk about what that means, what it is. We're going to talk about how moms shame other moms. We're going to share from listeners and who had shared with us about their issues that they have with it, what to do, what not to do with mom shaming. And finally, what roles do fathers and husbands have in supporting their wives if they're being mom shamed? So uh, why did I ask Becky? Look at this, people. Look at, if you're watching us on YouTube, what am I holding? I am holding books, and they are written by Becky and Lori Wildenberg. It's called Raising Little Kids with Big Love, and the other one is Raising Big Kids with Supernatural Love. And then she's got a third book called Empowered Parents, Putting Faith First. And I believe, Becky, you're in the middle of writing something on grandparenting. Is that right? Yes, I am. When is that baby coming out? As soon as it can. (laughs) We're really excited about it. The woman who's mentored me for years and I are doing a collaboration, and it's the grandparenting articles are going up online this week, and the book is coming out soon. Good. Would you come back on with us and share that when it happens? Absolutely. Love to. Now, if I'm not a grandma like me, I'm just going to borrow a couple kids and practice on them. I practice too. I don't have grandchildren as of yet. Um, Carol has eight, yeah. but I had a rock star, yeah. rock star grandma. Awesome. So I have. A, there's a lot of her in Good. that book. Good. Okay. So anybody who's listening to this, I will send you a free book to the to first five people who write to us uh, on our info page at himforherministries.org. And you will get a free book and you can request which one that you're interested in. Please go to faithfirstparent.org. Calm. If you want to find out more about Becky Danielson. Okay, on to our topic, our exciting topic that we have here today. Becky Danielson, her favorite title, got to get my paperwork out here, favorite title is Mom. She and her husband, Scott, a shout out to Scott, have two young adult sons. She's a former kindergartner and first grade teacher with a BA in elementary ed and a master's in education, as well as a licensure in early childhood and parent ed. Becky candidly shares her life as a Christian wife, mom, and educator in small group settings, workshops, and at national conferences. She is the co-author of the books that we had mentioned earlier, Raising Little Kids with Big Love, Raising Big Kids with Supernatural Love, and Empowered Parents, Putting Faith First. Again, check us out, people. Write on our info page, and you'll be getting some of these free books. Um, and you inspire people everywhere, Becky, with the love of Christ in their parenting. So would you share with us, just kick us off, if you would, about what is mom shaming anyways? Mom shaming is, number one, really sad. Number two, um, I think if, if you wanted to find it to a T, it's that criticizing, that degrading, that demoralizing another mom for her personal choices in how she's raising her kids. Mm. Hmm. Have you ever been mom shamed? I have. I have. And and surprisingly, um, it it would take me by surprise each time. Just in small things, from the backpack my children had chosen to not having kids in a sport or a, an activity every day of the week, or a simple thing like a flip mom shame. I had a young mom ask me one time about um, eating. She had made three meals for her little one. 
and she asked me what I thought of that. And well, if anyone asks, what do you think? Mm-hmm. It gives a person free reign to say. Yeah. So I said, well, my pet answer is breakfast is in the morning. That is awful. She was horrified. I thought, okay, she's going to call child protection as soon as she gets home. <laughs> but it's it it happens, I think, to all age moms who have all age kids. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, I'm just going to jump right to it, ladies. Um, you know, the person who, by the way, criticized you on the backpack. I mean, let's get a life, people. Exactly. Um, you know, being a mom is really hard. And there are all types of moms out there. There's single moms. There's married moms. There's moms who have been abused. There is moms that are overwhelmed. Maybe they're battling with depression or addiction even. There's all sorts of moms out there. And this show is for all of you moms. And so I know that everyone has been mom shamed from time to time. Um, I'm on Peloton. I have a Peloton uh, bike. Hello to my Peloton peeps. And we have a Peloton mom uh, webpage that I had asked this question of of about mom shaming. And it was on our, our Christian page on Peloton. And I asked them, I said... Um, what are some mom-shaming incidences that have happened to you? And this is what the majority of them said. They said, first of all, COVID. That's like the number one hot mom-shaming thing. COVID, schools, masks, playdates, keeping kids at home, sending them to school, private or public schools, or homeschooling. I mean, it's just all sorts of ways that moms tend to point the finger at other moms. Like, really? Are you doing that? Uh, most are um, Most of the people that are mom-shaming our mothers-in-laws, no offense to you, mom-in-laws, but let's just think about that. Or uh, moms, you know, you, the, you generally hear that very common phrase that says, well, it was fine when you were growing up. How come you're not doing it the same way I did it? Um, you know, and a lot of times they don't have unity with spouses. We're going to get into that in a bit. Special needs kids is a big thing. Um, only child, a single uh, mother, and everyone has an answer. Co-sleeping in the family bed. Now I had to ask about that. I said, what does that mean, friends? And they said, where all the kids are like piled into the bed and they're all together. And, you know, is that healthy? Is it not healthy? And and we're going to talk about that in a bit. What kind of hair they wear? I mean, is it long hair for boys and a ponytail? What is it? Man bun. I just heard that word today from Mr. John. Uh, what they watch on TV, circumcision, uh, baby sleeping, not enough sleeping, too much sleeping, uh, career versus stay-at-home mom. I had even heard once, you're kissing your son too much, you're going to spoil him. What? Is that even possible? Uh, car seat direction, vaccines. Ooh, there's a hot topic. Do you guys know mm-hmm. I asked a doctor to come on to talk about vaccines and not having vaccines? And he says, I want to keep my license, Shug. This is not going to work out. So it, 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 that's just a hot topic. Um, there are people who troll on Facebook that are attacking your momming. Momming, that's a new word, Becky. How do you like that? That's Momming. It's, it's good. I like it. I like it. I think it should be in the dictionary. It's a new form word. Um how about bullying and gossiping behind the backs of moms? I mean, that's really what it is. Uh, dating for single moms. Is it too early to date? Not too early. To, why aren't you dating? How come, you know, what's going on there? And religious practices. And those were just a little bit, you know, should you baptize your child as an infant? Should you not? I mean, just there is so much stuff that you can point the finger at. What are your thoughts around this, Becky? I'm just going to let you talk. Now that I've explained what some of the scenarios are, talk to us, Becky. Well, I think I think as a whole, there are a variety of reasons why people sh- feel the need to shame. And I don't know if it if it's specifically, oh, I'm going to shame this person that's in the in the front of their mind. But I think a lot of times, insecurity in a person's own choices. Well, did I make the right choice? And if I make that person or I put that person down, my choice is going to seem better. 
Um, I think stubbornness comes in there and pride. My way is the best way. So if you do it my way, your children are going to turn out, out wonderful or be potty trained quickly or what have you. Ooh, I didn't mention that. Oh, potty oh, training. Potty training is a hot topic. That's a big topic. It is. Um, I think they're jealous sometimes. I mean, moms can be jealous of one another mm-hmm. and the choices that they have an opportunity to make. Um, I think a lot of times, especially, you know, you mentioned the ma- mother and the mother-in-law, grandma and the grandmas of these, mm-hmm. these little ones. I think a lot of times their intent is really good and their desire is to be involved, but they're meant to guide, support, encourage, and, and help, not shame well like you said i did it this way for you Mm -hmm. so it's the best way to do it well i mean when i was a little girl car seats were not even invented nobody used a car seat should we not use car seats because my mom didn't use a car seat no you know what my car seat was my mom's arm like oh like we'd be sitting in the front seat of that station wagon and if she tapped on the brakes too quick the arm came out and that was yes (laughs) every mother's right arm it can shoot out like a rocket yep when the brakes go on but no and i think they that mom mother-in-laws and mothers want to be so helpful and be involved and want to do and want to help but a lot of times they'll come off as either either insulted that their daughter or daughter-in-law isn't doing things the way that they did or they're trying something new that they don't understand or know about yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the the COVID. Do you send them to school? Do you not send them to school? Should they the child wear a mask? Should the child not wear a mask? I mean, I found with really little ones that they fiddle so much with their masks and pulling it on and off and on and off that it's probably more of a bacteria trap than mm-hmm. not wearing one. Period. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a huge bone of contention, I think, between mother in laws, mothers, daughters, and sons. So when I was getting my hair done, I asked her, I said, you know, what's the hottest topic? And she did say COVID. COVID is really what all the moms are talking about now. In fact, even one of the clients in their salon had was getting her hair done and mom shaming the beautician. Do you do they use that word? Beautician. I'm dating myself. (laughs) Stylist. Stylist. Yeah. Uh, She was, you know, mom shaming the stylist for sending her kids to school. Well, that's what that county decided to do was have in school in a different county might decide that they're going to do not in school. And, and then she just, she started crying, you know, yeah. I mean, they take it personally. And, and she said, what if your kids bring it home and give it to grandma and she dies? And oh my goodness, it was, it's a big topic today. Well, it's a big topic. And I think it's a little bit more of a, um, a hot topic in that we don't have all the facts. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a new virus. They're the, we're learning more about it every day, so we don't know what choice is necessarily the best choice. Mm-hmm. And because different districts, I mean, smaller school districts are pulling all of their kids in five days a week. Larger school districts are doing hybrids. They're doing home learning. They're doing part-time in school. Um, it's it's a matter of taking, I think, the the best and what works for your family and being able to decide how you can not defend yourself as much as explain, yes, this is what we're doing, mm-hmm. and be confident in your choice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Becky, here's the question for you. I want to make sure I stay on task here. Um, what if it's your mother-in-law? How do you deal with that? Or your mom? Oh, boy. You know, I, I, I had a great mother-in-law. She passed away less than a year ago, and she was, she was amazing. But I have worked with parents for a very long time, and the mother-in-law question 
comes up an awful lot. And I would bounce things off um, my mother-in-law, Shirley, because I think when when you're you're dealing with the mother of your child, and this mother loves this young man, and all of a sudden this young man has children with this woman who may do things differently, it's hard. It's hard to back off. It's hard not to dive in. It's hard to not be critical of. But I think um, having a one-to-one, building a relationship with that woman, and the same thing goes for those sons with their their mother-in-law and father-in-law. Um, you know, I think camping on the Ten Commandments again, I go to, back to that often, and honor your father and mother includes your in-laws mm-hmm. and taking their perspective into account and opening up opening up the um, conversation in, this is what we did, but this is how we would like to do this as a couple, and this is what we're going to try. If you can help us out on this a little bit or you want to give us your input, that would be great. Mm-hmm. But I think also standing your ground. And when we, when we talk about dads a little bit, it's really important to be that united front with mom's parents, dad's parents. So mm-hmm. you've got this common ground. You know, we're, we're to leave our father and mother and cleave to our spouse. That's the relationship that needs to grow. And I think I think in, in most um, families, in-laws want their kids to be happy in their marriages. And... When they're not, it makes for a whole pack of trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, I'm thinking about this. If I were a grandma, I hope I wouldn't ever mom shame my kids. But I can kind of see that hover grandparent, oh, you know, yeah. like, uh, is, it, is the baby healthy? Is everything going good? Are you nursing right? How often are you doing it? Mm-hmm. You know, are you keeping track of this? I mean, I, I could get that. I get that. I could see how yes. that could possibly happen. Uh, kids, remind me if. If I ever get in that circumstance that, uh, you know, back off, mom, uh, we're doing a good job. Um, okay, so we talked about mothers, mothers-in-law. We talked a little bit about husbands, but I want to bring that up um, on our second show. We're going to do a part two on this because there's so much content to it. Um, and we're going to talk about um, the husband's roles as mm-hmm. well um, in this whole hoopla that's going on. But um, what about the situation where you have, it, it, it almost feels like bullying. Do you, do you agree with that, Becky? Absolutely. I think, you know, that old sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me is a big fat lie. Yes, it is. Um, I think the words sting and they hurt and we that's what we come back to at night when we crawl, crawl into bed. We may not remember those nine wonderful things that people said to us, but remember that one hateful thing or that snide comment or that derogatory statement in, oh, you're sending your kids to school in COVID? You know, so whatever whatever it is that, that is the negative piece, that's what we cling to. But that's what we need to really let go of first mm-hmm. instead. You know, and as a mom, you could really get self-conscious where you don't even want to go out in public or meet other moms or, no. you know, join together. Um, I speak often at MOPS, which is Mothers of Preschoolers. Love that. It's so much fun. I and I said, you guys just ugly up when you come next time. You know, have a little spit up on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know you got a bunch of babies out there, and yet you come in looking so beautiful. So I think it's I think it's best for us sometimes to just get real with each other mm-hmm. and just accept each other as we are because mm-hmm. that's what the body of Christ is. God didn't make exactly. us all the same, identical. What kind of life would that be? Super boring, but instead mm-hmm. he made us all unique in him. Now, what happens, uh, Becky, if there's some bullying going on 
Um, where do you draw the line? I mean, when do you really start to stand up for yourself and say something? I think it's your own personal preference. Some, um, I, our, our culture today doesn't allow for the sharing of opinions. But when you're with friends, if you're in your mops group, you're in your mom's group at church, you're in um, you know, the neighborhood play group, what have you, try to be more of a listener than a speaker. Mm-hmm. When someone mm-hmm. and and don't be afraid to stand up for somebody else. You know, the 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 bystanders are the ones that can oftentimes stop the bullying faster than the person that's being bullied. Um, but I don't think it's bad just to use a little humor, like, you know. That's what we chose, and we're sticking to it, mm. and that, and let it go. Yeah. And having a united front with your spouse helps a lot. Having a group of people that you can talk to. Um, my small group helped tremendously and has for years in all sorts of situations where I wasn't quite sure in my mothering piece. And this is what I do. I mean, I've done parenting and education for over 30 years, but still have, have questions and had you know concerns, and having someone to go to. And say, what do you think? Um, I I would have my mom to go to, and also my my mentor Carol that I'm doing the grandparenting book with, um, and say, all right, what do you think? Am I doing this wrong? Should I tweak it? Should I do whatever um, to make it better? To make do it differently? And I think the the individual piece on how we raise our children, God did make us each differently. Each one of our children is a different little person. And, and, you know, with parenting, you just get it down with a discipline technique or a bedtime technique. And then, doggone it, don't they grow a little bit? And it doesn't work anymore. So we're constantly learning, too. I can remember telling my my 13-year-old when we were having a little behavior things, like, I've never been the mom of a 13-year-old before. This is new to me, too. Yes, you're a new teenager, but I'm a new teenage mom. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me like, oh. So there's always a growth curve, but I think yeah. we can learn from each other when we bother to listen. Mm. You know, I think that's a big thing is, you know, in Scripture it says to slow to speak and be quick mm-hmm. to listen. Right. And I think that that was in there for a reason for Absolutely. most of us moms so that we're not shaming other moms. So what can you do in a situation if you're standing there and you're witnessing one mom shaming another mom? Becky, what should we do? Step in. Take both sides if possible. I'd see both sides. Try to take that that overhead view and like, I see what you're saying, but this is what she has chosen. How can we help her? How can mm-hmm. we support her? And bring people together rather than push them apart. Because mm. everybody's, everyone has new, fascinating ideas. I've, I've, um, my kids hated broccoli when they were little. Hated it. We were at my sister's house. She would serve it and call it a tree, and her kids would dip the trees in ranch dressing that was the little lake and gobble them down. I had tried everything I had come up with and figured, okay, broccoli's just not going to do their be their thing. And I told my sister about it, and rather than shaming me in that I'm a bad mom and I couldn't feed my kids broccoli anyway, she said, let me show you a trick I've, I've learned and works really well with my kids. And it worked. Awesome. You know, so it, learning from each other, I don't think um, – I don't think we really lay it out there. We don't really take take criticism, if you will, mm-hmm. from other from other moms because we think we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, every appliance you buy, everything that you can buy comes with an owner's manual, except mm-hmm. your children. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Scripture tells us really clearly, don't be anxious about anything, yes. ladies. But bring everything to him through uh, prayer and thanksgiving. Yes. Um, you know, as we're wrapping up here, I just want to 
remind you, uh, listeners out there, you know, if you were guilty of mom shaming somebody else, I get it. I could see how this could happen. It's very easy for us to think that we have the other person's best concern in mind, but sometimes it's not the best option for them. Right now, what a good option would be is for you to say, Jesus, come into my heart. I receive you as my Lord and Savior and help me to get the love thing right with other moms. Help me to to be a support instead of someone who's giving direction. And if you're a mom or a grandma or an in-law or somebody else that's guilty of this as well, just confess to the Lord and then ask him to help you um, to turn a new leaf and and just basically become Jesus with skin on. Can we all do that together? Uh, Becky, will you hang on with us um, and come back on part two? Absolutely. Good. I haven't talked you out of it for sure. And what we're going to be talking about in part two is some of the things that happen, um, what to do and what not to do when mom shaming starts. What should husbands do in a situation like this? And what should they not do in a situation like this? And again, where you can get support. Mom shaming can be really painful, ladies, and I really want you in Christ to be supported. Uh, Becky, I got to let you go, but thank you so much for coming on with us and sharing again. She's got Raising Big Kids with Supernatural Love, Raising Little Kids with Big Love. Come to our website, himforher.org, and request a copy. This is Sugbury. You know I love you. Over and out.